0: Most delightfully fascinating character in the realms of mystery, Earl Der Bigger's Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan, a guest at Mr. Blake's home in San Francisco, finds himself involved in a baffling murder mystery. Colonel Willoughby, also a guest, while showing some motion pictures, is stabbed in the back in the darkened hallway outside the room where the pictures were being shown. The colonel has been searching for his son, supposedly killed during the war, and Honolulu's detective inspector insists that the finding of the whereabouts of his son was responsible for his death. The murdered man's nephew, Gerald Willoughby, wires that he is flying from Chicago to San Francisco. And Charlie Chan insists that Duff of Scotland Yard and O'Brien of the San Francisco police go with him to meet the plane. Charlie Chan and O'Brien arrive at the landing field where they await the arrival of Inspector Duff. Uh,
1: what do you really expect to find uh, by meeting the plane, Inspector Chan? I haven't had time to be in and all of your planning. Arrival of plane will determine one thing, Sergeant. That one thing is whether or not Mr. Gerald Willoughby is aboard. Before, I have remarked that journey of a thousand miles is made a step at a time, and more difficult the journey the shorter the step. Me and I suppose that the harder the case is, the steps taken to solve it should be slow but certain. Correct, Sergeant. You see, both uh, Reginald and Duff think that I am foolish to even for one brief moment suspect Gerald, but they are wrong, Sergeant. If, to quote example, I do not satisfy myself that it is Gerald who arrives upon planes from Chicago, then at some future date, when this unsolved case comes to memory, I should always feel that in the one avenue of search which we had not explored, we had lost the solution. Well, no, Mr. Chan, just supposing that the old man's nephew is aboard the plane... What theory are you going to start on next? The answer to that, Sergeant, is very simple. If this theory fails at crucial tests, I do not know. Ah. Here
2: is Duff. over yeah, there, Charlie. I see I did arrive in time. Blake drove us down to the jail to have a few words with our prisoner. I left Miss Mitchell, Blake, and Sir Reginald there and came on to the airport by taxi. Did Young Willoughby say anything? Oh, yes, Sergeant, he did. He told us why he'd never revealed that he was Colonel Willoughby's son. In fact, he admitted that he had been angry at his father for believing he was guilty to begin
1: with and that he was just not going to let anyone know that he was even alive. You pointed out to him, Duff, that with the murder of Simmons... It would be impossible to keep his identity and the story of his disappearance during the war a secret any longer. Oh, yes,
2: yes, he realizes that. Well, what
1: the plane? We'd better stand where we can get a full view of everybody getting off. New passengers alighting? Yes. Oh, and there's Gerald. The heavily built gentleman in the tweed overcoat. Yes, come on, we'll go over. Jimmy, over there, Gerald. Well,
2: no, by Jove, just now. I didn't expect to see you at the airport. Well, I know you didn't. Gerald, this is Inspector Chan of the Honolulu Police, and this is Sergeant O'Brien, one of San Francisco's finest. Oh, very glad to meet you both, I'm sure.
0: Now
1: tell me, has any progress been made in the solving of my uncle's murder? Nothing, I'm sorry to say, Mr. Willoughby. We are facing blank wall which stretches in every direction, as far as I can see. Well, here's a taxi. Got any luggage, Gerald? Uh, yes, one suitcase and a briefcase. Uh, I'll take
2: care of them. Jump in. Uh, Mr. Blake's Russian hill driver. You know the place. Yes, sir. You no, know, Gerald. The only thing we found out is that your cousin is still alive. My cousin? Uh, what
1: are you talking about? Douglas is alive. Douglas, but... Why, impossible. Afraid not impossible, Mr. <coughs> Willoughby. It, it is fact which cannot be denied. But uh, can you be certain... Uh, then it isn't some imposter? What do you mean, Mr. Willow? Well, several people in all odd cons of the world knew that my uncle was always searching for his son. My uncle always believed that his son was still alive. But don't you think it possible that one of them might be trying to get some money for himself by impersonating Douglas? It's
2: a perfectly good theory, Gerald, but uh, not only did Chan surmise that the man we found was young Douglas, but, well, Simmons, your uncle's old sergeant major, was the one who invited him to Blake's house. Simmons?
1: Simmons? Oh, yes, I remember. Old Tubby Simmons. And Tubby Simmons identified this fellow as my cousin. Sure he did. But Simmons is dead now, too. Well, what happened to Simmons? Murdered. Just the same as your uncle. And by the same man. At least, uh, that's Inspector Chan's theory. I can't think of a better one. But what reason could anyone have for murdering my uncle to begin with? And why Simmons? I why, yes, I'd actually forgotten Simmons' existence. We were hoping to get an answer from you on that point, Mr. Willoughby. Have you no possible suggestion to give us as to who might wish to kill your uncle? Not a glimmer of an idea. But I received word that the old gentleman had been killed. Murdered? I couldn't grasp him. It didn't seem possible. He had not an enemy in the world. But he might have made one in his insistent search for his son. Who? Uncle's search for Douglas was harmless enough. We, well... Naturally, we felt sorry for Uncle, his only son, charged with cowardice, and then his suicide. There was nothing in that to make anyone want to kill my uncle. We shall not attempt to pursue that course further. You must be tired from your trip. We will leave questioning until we reach Mr. Blake's home. If you'll be so kind, think of anything which has occurred in past years which might lead us to one small vestige of clues. I'll pay the taxi. Uh, this goes on the expense sheet. Oh, come now, sir. Uh, that's all right, sir. Ah. Our uh, host, Mr. Blake. Sir Reginald and Miss Evelyn returned yet? Yes, both in the library. I'm
0: going over the notes on the case. Oh, hello, Gerald. Hello, Reggie.
1: Awfully glad to see you, old man. Yes, too. Sorry about this. I, I hadn't heard any particulars. Just what Duff Inspector Chan told me on the way over. Where did it happen? Right here, sir. At the bottom of the stairs. The murderer must have slipped into the hallway and killed your uncle. Slipped out of the house, all within three minutes. After all the traveling my uncle did, all his adventurous life, to come here to deliver a lecture Ah, but you must not dwell upon that thought. But it seems so senseless, I can't help but think of it. The old gentleman, full of life, still fired with the search for Douglas, coming face to face with his murderer in this hallway. Please, Mr. Gerald, better I think that we all retire to library. I have some sherry for you. It's a bit cold
2: outside.
0: Can't think of anything better. Ah, Miss Evelyn, this is Gerald, the colonel's nephew. Oh, how do you do, Miss Evelyn? Miss Mitchell was your uncle's secretary. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, I've corresponded with
1: her, although we haven't met. I'm very glad indeed to meet you. Uh, Mr. Chen, I have all those notes transcribed for you, if you... Uh, Yes, Miss Evelyn. We shall go to work on them now. You will pardon us, I know, but Miss Evelyn and Sergeant O'Brien... Have some work to do with me. Oh, certainly, old chap. The dinner will be in about 45 minutes. Thank
2: you, Mr. Blake. Anything I can do to help Chan? just call me.
1: Certainly. Well, Inspector? Finding your tone of voice echo in my own mind, Sergeant. We seem, after considerable thought and effort, to have arrived nowhere. I was watching you. It was a bit of a shock to see Mr. Gerald getting off that plane... It put the case on the white o- open list again. Do you feel that all your efforts have been in vain? All your deductions were wrong? All our deductions wrong? No. Sergeant, I have been blind, stupid. I deserve metaphorical dumps cap placed on head and pressed well down over ears. What, what are you talking about? Door is closed, yes. There is no use appealing to Duff or Sir Reginald, for helping this. They will find it hard to believe when we prove it. Miss Evelyn's remark, all our deductions wrong gave me courage. Were our deductions about young man found robbing Colonel's room wrong? No. We said he was Colonel's son. We were right. And you maintained that Simmons had seen service with the Colonel. That was also right. Precisely, Miss Evelyn. We also believed... That without proper protection, Simmons' life was in danger. Despite our beliefs and our care, the murderer struck the second time and Simmons' life was forfeit. I begin to see what you're getting at. All the deductions to date have been right. And there is no reason now to be thinking anything different. But, but, Mr. Gerald, you suspect him. And he's been on the plane from Chicago. So we think. So we think. Logical course of thinking and drawing conclusions brings us to Mr. Gerald Willoughby as killer. Very well. We must prove it. Can I rely upon your assistance? Certainly, Mr. Chairman. Well, I hate to make any blunders. Do not fear, Sergeant. We shall not blunder. Gerald is guilty party. Out of his own mouth, he condemned himself. We have only to prove it.
0: What exactly does the inspector mean? What did Gerald say that condemned him? After you've heard from your sponsor, Inspector Chan will be with us again. for us this evening.
1: I have been thinking of statements made by murderer, which, while not proof of guilt in court, is proof to me.
0: Yes, Mr. Chan?
1: It is more easy for a man to build in one day a temple than to expiate in one life a lie.